Hey guys, this is Jane, and you're listening to episode 9 of Tacos and Tales. Welcome back to Tacos and Tales, a deliciously scary podcast for the taco enthusiast. I'm Jane, and this is my sister Liz. Hey guys, how's everybody doing today? That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, guys, how's everybody's weekend going? (laughs) My voice is so deep from the tannins and the Cabernet Sauvignon. So classy, uh, honestly. I just told my sister, I feel like Cabernet makes my voice a little bit deeper. <laughs> and then she's like, I wonder why. And I said, probably because of the tannins. And she looked at me like I was crazy. And then she Googled it and she confirmed that tannins pretty much dry out your mouth. <laughs> if you feel a dry, leathery mouth, it's probably because you've had <laughs> a little bit too much wine. I sound, I sound so sexy with my dry, leathery mouth. <laughs> Oh, man. So this is episode nine of our podcast, and next week we will be hitting episode ten. Double digits. Yay. So we just also reached 700 downloads, so thank you guys for listening. Thank you. How's everybody's October going? I'd like to know what everybody's going to dress up as. I know we've talked about this before. I still don't know what everybody's going to be, so please let me know. What about you, Liz? What are you going to be? Um, so I'm probably going to be a witch. We're going to have a dress up at work. Okay. And, um, yeah. A lot of people don't want to participate, but why, don't, why wouldn't you want to participate? It's so easy. I like just wear black and just be like, okay, well, I'm just wearing black. This is my <laughs> costume. Or like I told my coworker, oh, I wear my costume to work every day. <laughs> and I dress up as a nice person for people. <laughs> I dress up as a civilized member of society. <laughs> <laughs> because at home, baby, <laughs> bun on top, top of my head. head. <laughs> bun on top of my head, no shoes. But anyway, I just feel like we're barreling through October. Like it's all, we're already mid October. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. By the time we know it, we're already going to be mid November. By the time you know it, we're going to be uh, online shopping for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Yes, because that's honestly like what i'm looking for (laughs) and spending time with my family for thanksgiving hey family so last week um i don't well for those of you guys who follow us on instagram you saw that we had some really good tacos and i um was thinking what if you guys share your favorite taco places with us and maybe we can do like a cute little hashtag what do y'all think no all right (laughs) <laughs> that's funny because i was thinking that we could ask everybody what their favorite taco is okay but i want to know the taco places because i'm trying to go to these places as some of you might know i am a yelp elite so <laughs> <laughs> you better treat me right and that you get one star <laughs> not i will leave you a one star okay <laughs> um but let us know let's try this out and maybe do like hashtag houston taco places but what if they're not interested? Is that common? Oh. Hmm. Might have to work out the 
mechanics the logistics of, this. of it all <laughs> <laughs> but let us know what your favorite taco place is because i might travel to wherever you are one day and i want to know where i can eat tacos speaking of traveling i just if you say taco bell i'm gonna block you <laughs> <laughs> looks at tony <laughs> um speaking of traveling we just got some downloads in ireland so i just wanted to give a cute little shout out to ireland top of the morning to you <laughs> I'm so sorry. That is so stereotypical. <laughs> but um, it's so cool, like, how many places we're reaching. And it just, I don't know, like, it makes you feel when you see, like, <laughs> Ireland and Sweden and Canada. And it's like, yeah, what? It's crazy. Very cool. My voice made it there before I did, but it's cool. <laughs> My friend has a travel travel blog on Instagram at out of office chic. Um, and she was talking about the use of, um, Airbnbs and like how much cheaper it is to travel when you use them. But I'm just like, what if they're haunted or, you know, you wake up and you have like a sheet ghost in front of you. Like, I don't know. <laughs> You're like dra- drag out of your bed. Drug? Dragged? Drag, getting drag dragged out of your bed. bed. Like, I am leaving a one star review, okay? That is, yeah, that is, you know, I never thought about that. Like, what if your Airbnb is haunted? What if it's yeah. a haunted house? Yeah, or what if it has, like, all this residual energy and you're, mm-hmm. like, asleep and then all of a sudden somebody's like, oh, <laughs> like, what the hell? This what can you do? <laughs> so, I don't know. Let us know what you think about Airbnb. Please don't send us a cease and desist. But since you mentioned it, Airbnbs being haunted, um, our topic for today are haunted houses. I know. That's it. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I know we've talked about on this podcast before um, about residual energy. And it's just, it's very interesting. I hope uh, for the believers and non-believers out there, residual, be- residual believers. <laughs> <laughs> I used to believe in you, man. Resi- <laughs> residual energy is literally what it sounds like. Um, it's just the energy that stays behind once uh, people, I guess, vacate or whatever occurs, like a little... I don't like, know, an imprint. like an imprint yeah mm-hmm. an imprint in time if you will mm-hmm. so um yeah so i think a lot of um hauntings are a lot of residual energy because you know it's not always a person or it's not always a ghost or a demon it's sometimes just energy that gets trapped mm-hmm. if you guys can hear squeaking i'm uh squeaking my pen and liz already like yelled at me because she said that I you can hear me clicking my pen in the podcast so please let me know if you if it bothers you because <laughs> well no because they if don't it hear does it. then I'll stop but if it doesn't then I will continue to click my pen well no because they don't hear it because I cut it out all 179 clicks <laughs> per episode can somebody send me a fidget spinner are those still a thing <laughs> So I've been uh, binging that new show on Netflix with my mom and brother, The Haunting of Hill House or whatever, and it's really good. So if you haven't watched it yet, definitely um, check that out. And I think it's kind of like an inspiration of my theme that I picked for today's episode. Okay, so why don't we get right into it? Okay, so do you want to start first? No, I said, why don't we get right into it, a.k.a. your story. Oh, okay, cool. Well, um, 
So I want to start off with a little fun fact about haunted houses. Not like a haunted house, but just like the haunted houses that you go and pay $50 to get into. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> nope, because we all know that I am cheap. <laughs> so um, some people think that the inspiration for the haunted house may have come from um, the ancient Egyptians. Okay. Because they would put in traps and moving walls in order to scare and deter people from um, robbing the pharaohs of all their riches and stuff that they would be buried with. So some people think that's the origin of the haunted house. Oh, so like actually like in the pyramids or their temples or something? I guess not everybody got a pyramid. I said to the tombs and the pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all hear that? Because I didn't hear when she said that. <laughs> Please uh, go back 15 seconds. <laughs> well, wait. Did you hear it? <laughs> um, so Sorry about that, love. <laughs> but it wasn't until the 1800s when Madame Tussaud <laughs> made wax sculptures of decapitated figures to scare her audience. And she opened her gallery called the Chamber of Horrors, which is still open today. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a, that is a very fun fact. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. And then <laughs> during the Great Depression, people would decorate their basements scarily and invite their neighbors over for something to do. Um, and to Yeah, and to just, I guess, keep themselves busy during such a terrible time. <laughs> but And then in 1969, Walt Disney opened the Haunted Mansion, and from there, just kind of ballooned and evolved into... That the is so weird. Craziness of haunted houses that we know today. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. But remember when and we used to go to... And now you know. <laughs> <laughs> remember when we used to go to haunted houses when we were younger and uh, we went with uh, my, like, high school boyfriend and some friends and then they all fell behind us? <laughs> <laughs> remember? Yes. <laughs> oh, that was man. fun. When we used to go to Astroworld. Yep, Astroworld. Yeah, so I used to love to watch The Haunted Mansion, um, the one that came out with Eddie Murphy, even though he's weird. <laughs> but, I don't know. It was, it's such a cute movie, and the songs are so funny. Yeah, um, I haven't seen it in a long time. But, um, so my story is actually about a haunted mansion. Okay. And it's very close to home. This is the story of Ashton Villa Mansion in Galveston, Texas. <gasps> So the Ashton Villa Mansion was built by James M. Brown in 1859. It was the first mansion built on the island. And it's also the first brick house in Galveston. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Hmm. So in 1843, Galveston was the only deep water port. So the town was booming, and that's when Mr. Brown arrived to G-Town. Did you know that... um that Galveston was said to be like the next North Carolina because they had beautiful beaches. I did. Up until the storm of 1900. I did. I did. Okay, well. There's that. That was anticlimactic. Folks. <laughs> yeah, no, it was supposed to be like the next big city, but. I just said that. Wait, I'm going to elaborate on what you said, but then when they found oil in Houston, it overshadowed Galveston. And then coupled with the storm of 1900. Oh, really? Mm hmm. So Galveston was just kind of like, watched everybody leave and come into Houston. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Galveston. (laughs) Um, 
So when Mr. Brown arri- arrived in Galveston, what? Did it wave goodbye to everybody? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, (laughs) he used the need for construction material, um, and opened, to open his first hardware store on the island. So, by 1859, he was the third wealthiest man in Galveston and the fifth wealthiest man in Texas. Hmm. Yes. Um, he gave the mansion, or he had the mansion built as a present to his wife, Rebecca Ashton Stoddard. So, once the mansion was built and stuff, um, they... During the Civil War, it was used as a hospital and as a central command station for whatever uh, power was greatest at that time. So it could either have been under control by the Confederate forces, or if at that time the Union forces were under, the Union forces were stronger, then they kind of just switched out, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) War is weird, y'all. Um, and supposedly, it's said that the surrender of the Confederate forces happened in the gold room of that house, which is the formal living room. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very interesting. Well, and, oh, I um, are you gonna post a picture because I'm like not able to visualize which one it is. Yes, and I see that you didn't bring your iPad. <laughs> I didn't because it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> um. So because it was such a bustling trade port at that time, it was able to recover from the war a lot faster than the rest of the South. And uh, the mansion was the center of social activity, and the family became known for their New Year's Eve parties. Apparently there were like these huge parties, and they would have like huge red carpets. Is that what rich people do? I don't know. I guess. They walk on red carpets. <laughs> like Tom from Parks and Recreation, he says that he has red carpet in his shoes. So he's always walking on red carpet. (laughs) (laughs) So Mr. Brown died in 1895 and left the house to his eldest daughter, Betty Brown. She was 40 years old. In 1900, the great storm hit Galveston and killed 6,000 people. And by this time, only the women remained living in the mansion. The men had married and moved away. So what they did during that storm was they opened the front and the back door and they allowed the water to just kind of flow through (gasps) instead of letting it kind of hit the house and move it. And it supposedly the water made it all the way to the 10th step of the staircase. Oh my God. Yeah, which I don't know how tall the staircase is, but that's... That's a lot of steps. That's a lot of steps. The mosquito's about to land on you. Let it land on you and then kill it. Right Right there in your arm. Oh, I see it. I'm alive now. Okay. If you ever visit Texas, you'll know that the real horror story are the mosquitoes. (laughs) (laughs) So Miss Betty Brown, she was apparently a very eccentric character. She never married, and she kind of considered herself a Texas princess. Just because she was... Oh my god, we have so much in common. (laughs) Just because she was so wealthy, and she basically lived her life traveling, and... Having parties and that being is scandalous. A mood. I love her. She already. was so scandalous that she would smoke in public. <gasps> I know. What in tarnation? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and apparently at a social event that she hosted, she joined her guests with kittens riding on the train of her dress. <laughs> mood. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I would love to be rich and eccentric. Anybody out there want to sponsor me? 
Um, so Miss Birdie died in 1920, and that's when the hauntings began. God rest her soul. People have seen her ghost at the top of the staircase. <gasps> Wait, but how did she die? Just... Um, I think of old age, she was 75, I believe. Mm, okay. Okay, and then? Yeah. Um... And yeah, so they saw her at the top of the staircase in the gold room and playing the piano. A chest of drawers that she bought in the Middle East reportedly locks and unlocks, even though the key has been missing for many years. What the heck? Um, so also, Confederate soldiers are rumored to wander the halls of the house. They've been seen on the grounds and walking throughout the hallways. Um... So in Galveston, they have this thing where there's several big mansions that were all made around that same time. Um, and what they do is a haunted tour. And so you can actually do a tour of all the haunted houses in Galveston, all the haunted mansions. Cool, we should go. Yeah. I think should that, we? That would be cool. I don't know, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'll be fun. Actually, uh, our mom went on the tour. Of, and she actually remembers going to the specific house in the 80s. And she had a little creepy um, experience. She said that her and her friend, like, they walked in to start the tour. And their tour guide was talking to them. And they looked at their tour guide. And they looked at a portrait of a woman hanging behind her. And they said that, that they both realized at the same time that... The tour guide was a spitting image of the person Ooh, in the picture. That's yeah, creepy. That's very creepy. That's on some. What is that movie? I'll think of it. Okay. Whoops! I clicked my pen. Sorry, friends. I'll edit that out. Sorry, guys. Um. So one of the tour guide reported seeing a beautiful woman in a tur- turquoise gown holding a fan on the second floor. A former manager said that. All on the same day, an alarm went off, ceiling fans kept turning themselves on, she would turn them off, and by the end of the day, she would realize that it was Miss Betty's birthday. Wow. So she was like, hey guys, <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> Don't forget. Um, some people, though, they believe that the piano playing is actually Miss Tilly Brown, who's Betty's sister, because she was the one who... Um, played the piano and they had like these lavish parties and she would do her like piano um performances and stuff and uh, another caretaker reported hearing a piano music in the middle of the night and thinking that it could have been a burglar he went down to look but instead sitting at the piano he saw a woman in a victorian dress no, no, playing no. the piano. No, 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 no. And when he turned on the light, she faded away. Oh my gosh! So, <laughs> so apparently he turned on every light in the in the whole mansion, <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't go to sleep for the rest of the night. Oh my gosh! Yep, and um, just a lot of the same reports. Like people will feel cold, or they'll feel like somebody's with them on the tour, or like. They're just a very heavy presence. I mean, I guess not negative, because it doesn't sound like those yeah. like they were uh, like you like you say maybe like residual hauntings. Uh-huh. Such so much. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. And that is the Miss Tilly and Miss Betty. Can you get any more country than that? Nope. 
Miss Tilly and Miss Betty. So those are those are the ghosts of the Ashton Villa in Galveston, Texas. Oh, thanks for sharing that story. No problem. It was my pleasure. I like that story. It made me work up an appetite. So I think it might be time for a taco, taco break. break. So what's on the menu today? So today, before recording, we went out and we had a nice little dinner, girls' night, with our mama. And we ordered this dish. It's called queso flameado, which is basically like flamed cheese is the, <laughs> the translation. <laughs> and this specific one had, excuse me, uh, shrimp, crab meat, just a lot of different kinds of seafood. And what they do is they will cook it with, um, I think it's like mozzarella cheese, and they cook it in a little ramekin. The hell is a ramekin? <laughs> a little bowl. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, a little bowl, and they toast it nice and delicious, and then they'll bring it, and they cut it tableside, and they make it into tacos. And so they put that in some flour tortillas. For those of you who don't know what a flour tortilla <laughs> is, If you don't know what that means, it's because you haven't listened to all of our podcasts, okay? <laughs> well, they can't because they deleted it. Oh. This is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so that's uh, tacos of queso flameado. And the one that we had was called mar y queso. Mar meaning ocean cheese so it's kind of like ocean and cheese <laughs> and then they also have several varieties so like some of them put chorizo in it or you can put veggies vegetables have a veggie one mm-hmm. yeah and it's really good and we have that today at a famous restaurant here in houston called el tiempo it was but, really good and they have really good service so i do do you recommend that when they get five your... stars as a yellow <laughs> whenever you visit our great city Go check them out and have one of those tacos. But that's all I have for a taco break today. All right. All right. And that was this week's taco break. It's your turn. Well, I will be taking our listeners to our neighbor's house in Louisiana. The boot deal toe. That's a Lil Wayne reference for all of my rap music. <laughs> rap music fans. I thought you were doing like a Savannah, Georgia accent. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I wasn't trying to do, like, a Louisiana accent. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, I am a Southern Belle. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah, tell yeah, us yeah. about what's going on in Louisiana besides swamps and mosquitoes. <laughs> so basically the same thing as here. Yeah. I will be taking you guys to the home of Madame Lollery. Dun, 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 dun. Some of you might be familiar with her because she was uh, featured on... I think like season something, so season seven. I think it's like season four. Coven. Was that season four? I think so. Okay. It was, uh, she was featured on a season of American Horror Story. And she is just a very, she is a very evil um, person that really did walk this earth. And her claim to fame was the horrible, inhumane treatment of her slaves. So she was this a very, very wealthy white lady who lived in, on Bourbon Street in Louisiana society. 
And she hosted extravagant parties, and she was one of the best-dressed women in New Orleans. And New Orleans. She had two daughters. They were exquisitely dressed, and, you know, they were just part of the high society, highfalutin folks, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so it was, like I said, she would host these parties, and her, um, her slaves would tend to her party. Her slaves would tend to her parties, and... So Miss Lollery had um, slaves and she would keep them locked up. She had her cook chained to the fireplace and oddly enough, he was starving to death. And then she kept slaves um, in an attic room and would perform unnecessary surgeries on them. It said that um, there was a woman with her guts pulled out and wrapped around her wrist. People with their eyes gauged out, barely clinging on to life, their um their fingernails ripped off. Just horrible, horrible acts in this house that this woman committed. Oh and nobody really knew and but her slaves would go missing and you know, they would ask, like, Oh hey, what happened to uh, your slave? I guess, you know, that was something that you did in in that time and she would tell people to mind their business, so rumors started to swirl that, you know, something was going on. Um, so it wasn't until there was a big fire at the house, at the Lollary residence. So the rumors, you know, would fly that something was happening to these slaves. And it wasn't until her neighbor was going up her stairs and she saw Madame Lollary chasing a little slave girl uh, up to the roof of her house and with a whip. Oh, no. So instead of face the wrath of this horrible woman, um, she jumped to her death. The little girl did. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. So, um, Lollary was charged, and uh, because apparently you couldn't mistreat your slaves <laughs> as bad. You know, <laughs> you can treat them bad. You can enslave them, but you can't treat them bad. Um, so she was fined, and her slaves were taken away mm-hmm. and sold at auction. But she actually convinced her family to buy the slaves back and snuck them back into her house can you just imagine oh my god like they felt like wow you know i'm free no i mean not free but Mm -hmm. i'm free of this woman and then like they see people that they recognize and they're like fuck oh my god i can't even imagine those poor people um so yeah so she got her slaves back and you know it was very hush hush and so it wasn't until one day when a huge fire swept through the home um, that was actually set by the by the cook. He couldn't take any more. He was 70 years old uh, and starving to death. So the uh, firefighters ran through the house and they found a trap door which led to an attic. <gasps> and there were all these people just there, bodies, decapitated heads, oh you know, people missing fingers, limbs, bones that had been broken and then set at odd angles. Just horrible, horrible things. So after that, a, a mob uh, formed at her house and, you know, these her neighbors were really angry, apparent, you know, just at the atrocities that she had committed. Mm-hmm. And a, <laughs> a carriage flung through the mob and basically just whisked her away into the night. And she was never seen or heard from again. What? Some people think that she went to live at the uh, north side of Lake Pontchartrain. Um, but it's just not... Nothing was confirmed. And so nobody ever... Nobody knows 
you know, what happened to her if she just Ooh. moved her little house of horrors down the road right? or whatever. So um, I thought that was pretty interesting that nobody knew what happened to her. It, I found that um, one website said that it's believed that she died in Paris, um, but it was never confirmed. Oh, so, wow. so that's crazy. So all of this happens and there's bound to be some hauntings there. Oh, yeah. A residual energy. So as soon as uh, that house was vacated, um, the mob went in and, you know, ransacked the house, blah, 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 whoop de woo And, <laughs> and so the house was uh, left empty and it was said that uh, vagrants would go to try to, you know, seek shelter there and they couldn't even stay there because they would hear screams and groans oh my God. in the middle of the night, chains rattling. Um, it said that a tenant... A, few years later was attacked by a black man in chains and as soon as he you know tried to fight it off the man disappeared so you know then he was attacked and for a long time they couldn't keep tenants so the home was oh 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 the scary <laughs> the scariest story that i read there was like just several accounts of you know people seeing things and hearing things just groans and the i guess just the suffering of all that all these people mm -hmm. went through but the scariest thing to me was uh the building was made into a furniture store the heck and uh, <laughs> i know so weird it was also made into a bar and it was called the haunted saloon and uh they had to close it down oh gosh um so they made it into a furniture store and the owner um, said that somebody had gone in and ruined all of his merchandise. You know, just destroyed it. And mm -hmm. it happened two times. So on the before the third time, he was like, you know what? I'm not going to let this happen again. He waited by the door with his shotgun. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, and waited for the uh, vandals to come back that ruined his thing. His thing! <laughs> they ruined all his merchandise. Well, he fell asleep, and for sure he knows that nobody entered the, the store, but the, all the furniture was still ruined, and it was covered in a black, in a dark, sticky substance that smelled. Ew, what the crap. So he doesn't know. Ectoplasm, maybe. Yeah. So, there, and he know he know, knew for a fact that no human had entered that, that store, so he shut it down. So what is it now? So now it's a private residence. So I don't know who lives there, but I would love to see, you Some know. Some brave person. Or maybe it's her. Oh my dun, god. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> There's a twist for y'all. <laughs> um, I don't know, I just think it's kind of weird that somebody would want to live there. Right. But I mean Yeah, I like I said, that there's one person that lives there now and Wow. Who knows what they go through or what they don't go through or would you I don't know, like, some, sometimes I think, like, as this podcast goes on, are, would we be brave enough to, like, say, go stay there? No. <laughs> or to go stay at Ashton Villa? And because, I mean, I'll fight a human. That's... I'm not above fighting, but how are you going to fight a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's scary. Yeah, it's very scary. So, so yeah, that is my story of Madame Lollery. And her sadistic little self. Oh. Girl, something wrong with you. That's crazy. And then crazy. just and then to think that no, like nobody found her. 
yeah to me that's what happened scariest thing yeah or like what if the carriage was like the devil coming to take her or something right oh she got taken by the d yeah good lord those were very creepy stories and now i want to go finish uh watching the netflix show (laughs) yeah i guess i can start it yeah start it so that way that we can talk about it okay but it's very cool so i realized that last week we didn't give you guys a scary movie suggestion even though we said we were gonna give you some scary movie suggestions whoops sorry about that so jane you said that you had a suggestion for the peeps i do and it's probably one of the scariest movies i have ever seen and if you don't think so fight me um and that is the haunting of emily rose that movie was so scary why would you even bring up that movie (laughs) (laughs) my mom she did (laughs) we got it on dvd she's like let's watch it and take it back to Redbox because i don't want it in my house girl get out of here that was me oh i'm the one that didn't want it like there's not i'm not a very scared person there's not very many things that scare me however possession and stuff for Mm -hmm. some reason like mm mm-mm Oh, yeah. That just one terrifies me. Just a little quick story. I went to go see it with my mom. Um, we kind of just, I don't know, we decided on a whim. And it was really, really late at night. And we came out of that theater. And I think, it, I want to say it was during a week, like a weeknight. So there was nobody around the theater or the parking lot was empty. And we literally ran from <laughs> the door to my car. <laughs> we were so scared scared it was so scary so if you want to see a good movie watch that one also sorry <laughs> yeah that's uh that is a good a good movie and then i and then y'all you told us how good it was and then uh-huh. me and jan our other sister we uh, and we ended up going to see it like a few days later and we were not okay <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so um everybody go watch the movie and i believe it's a so I think we'll give them two suggestions since we failed them last week. Well, I think you already did. Do like... you remember the movie called Audition? <laughs> um. So there's this movie called Audition, and so this is a Japanese thriller, and it's a kind of like a sadistic type horror thriller. I don't know. It's very, very, very good. It was so creepy. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely a movie that you will watch and you will be thinking about for a couple of days because it was very disturbing. But that's (laughs) how did we happen upon that movie? I feel like back in the day or something, I was looking at probably something online and it gave a list of because. I love to watch foreign movies. I think that they have some of the best scary movies yeah. out there. And sure. I want to say that it was around the time that, like, Juwan and all those movies came okay, out. Okay, yeah. And so I was kind of Google or searching the web for <laughs> other, <laughs> other um, scary movies, and that one happened to come up. Okay. And I remember going to Hollywood Video. Oh, my god! <laughs> to get that movie. And they had it, and we watched it, and... It was where just like, what the heck just happened? What the heck? But yeah, but that's a very good movie for y'all to watch. And if you do, let us know what you thought and how you feel. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but I think that's all we have for now. I just want to remind everybody that we are on Facebook, Instagram, at 
Tacos the Letter N Tales podcast. We are on Twitter, Tacos and Tales. And um, we're working on our website, so we will have a website up soon for you guys to check us out. You have anything else to say? Homework for this week, you guys. Please tell at least one friend about our podcast. Maybe they will also like our little weird ramblings. Yes. Um, we are an acquired taste. <laughs> like Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> we'll leave your mouth feeling dry. But we won't feel you feeling dry and leathery. <laughs> but if you guys would uh, please share us to anybody that likes to listen to podcasts, we'd definitely appreciate it. And once again, let us know your tacos. Just you know, communicate. I think that's really important in a relationship. Yes, please. Just We need just communication. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope everybody has a, a great day wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Eat some good tacos, and we'll see you next time. Bye.